this working? Yeah, there we go. Oh, there you are. Oh. Oh, there it is. Oh, oh shit. Oh, there so, oh, don't you know? There he is. There he be. Look at that guy with his gray beard and his dark eyes. Welcome back, everybody, to the most awesome and brand Dana sports podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 134 for your eardrums. Guys, do us a favor. Please subscribe. Leave five stars. Tell a friend. Shoot us an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. I am Brandana. With me, as always, my 0-2 partner in misery, most awesome. Oh, we stink. Oh, yeah. That is um, obviously we're talking about the Lions and the Vikings. Yeah, NFC baby. North, wide open to be taken over. I don't think <laughs> either of us have to worry about that. <laughs> kind of back there. Um, I don't. The Vikings look terrible, and we'll get into it. We're going to do the rundown. Yeah. I don't understand how the Lions can be so Lions. Oh, my God. It's so it's so Lions. It is, right? It's really weird. It's week, really weird just how consistent that shit happens. Week one, devastating, right? Devastating yeah. loss. Perfect loss. Week two, come out of the shoot strong, looking fierce, restoring the roar, then just get wow. Wow. Meow. Why? Yeah, exactly. It's kitten. It's kitten city. <laughs> that. Um, all right, guys. We got a jam pack 134, so we'll jump right into it. Rip from the headlines. We're doing NFL Week Two review. Kind of break down what we saw today. Gonna hit the inbox. Uh, keep cleaning up that inbox. A little spring yep. cleaning, bro. Little Send those cleaning. emails though. Keep filling it back up, audience. Oh yeah, don't let you get it. Do we need that? It's amazing how much easier it is to create content when sports are actually going on. I know, man. Um, all right, Neapolitan Showdown. We're doing favorite article of clothing and we're gonna do the brand dan gambling corner gonna jump into the week three lines this is gonna be a little bit of a warm-up for the super pool just to see how ma and i are gonna be picking our teams and yeah, then we're gonna finish as we always do with our mvp of the week ladies and gentlemen you're our power it starts now extra extra read all about it Talking front page story all over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headlines there. If you want to be rich, then you better make sure that you got your shit. Oh, come on. All right. Ripped from the headlines. NFL Week 2. Uh, great to have football back. It is. It's good to have football back. Um, we can take those eight previous over-under episodes we had and light those on fire. If I'm close to anything with it. Um, just kind of first impressions today. Did you get to watch a little football? I did. Oh. I did get to watch a, a skosh, a scant bit of football. <laughs> I was really paying attention on the tickers, watching the news. Saw yeah. the uh, uh, week two, I guess you would call it Red Wedding-esque level of injuries that occurred injuries, yeah. my, my lord shit ton of injuries like i said caught a little bit of the lions game caught a little bit of bears game mm-hmm. um well let's jump into it right now you said yeah. red wedding-esque doing um obviously 49ers seemed like they were hit really hard they got smoked uh, Mosa out yeah. moser i think moser did return in the second half but Garoppolo out also you get a list there yeah, I'm, I'm just looking down. Yeah, Bosa, it looks like Bosa will be done. ACL tear. 
uh, Garoppolo ankle, Mostert knee, but like you said, came back. Then the other big one in that Bears Giants game, Saquon Barkley, Saquon Barkley. tore yeah. up his knee. Knee um, looked and bad. nobody cheers for this shit. Like no matter what you're yeah. a fan of, it's just it's it's really it's really rough to see on these running backs just because how long it takes to come back and if you ever get to be the same because some of them just aren't and what's it um christian mccaffrey yes i was gonna say you just you took the words ankle although it was questionable if he could have come back because they were down when he tweaked the ankle but that's not good paris campbell for the colts carted off the field uh cam Akers, the rookie running back for the rams ribs got knocked out of the game drew lock the quarterback for the the uh, Denver Broncos, knocked out with a shoulder injury. A um, couple, you know, um, Rashad Perriman, Anthony Barr, a couple other ones, but McCaffrey, Barkley, Bosa, the three, the big three, right? Yeah, the big three right there. Um, so what's this? Is this uh, is this a product? Uh, is this coincidental? Is it you know these guys didn't get a chance to play together and really have like the OTAs? What are we talking about? Yeah, I think it is. I think there is. I mean, we'll see if, it, if the trend continues. But usually we see these these injuries kind of get spread out over training camp. These things, these unfortunate things happen, and we're, we're going to see them kind of truncated here in this first part of the season um, with everybody just getting into real that, that football calloused physicality, you know, physical well-being, if, if, if you will. Um, but yeah, I think it's kind of, I think it's a little part and parcel. It's got to have something to do with not having a preseason. Yeah, okay. So some of these games came into the wire. Some of them did not. Uh, Vikings, Colts did not. Uh, Vikings 0 mm-hmm. 2, obviously, dog shit. Um, that's all <laughs> the attention we need to give that. I mean, they just look. Quick little wrap up. Yeah, wrap up on that. Sum it up. Keep it short. They don't deserve the breath coming out of my lungs, but uh, they definitely just did not uh, look like they cared to be there or they gave a shit. I don't know. Does Indianapolis have a good defense? Are they really yeah. swarming around? But it's just like, I don't know. Is the Vikings just making them look better than they are? You know what? I don't talk about it. Let's I know. And it's so weird, too, because they looked terrible against the Jags. And the Jags yeah. are kind of like, you know, are they good? Are they not good? I don't know. Yeah, we'll get to that Jags thing. I guess we can jump into it right now. So the Jags the hold close with the Titans. Um, they get the game tied up. And then with a the minute and a half, left uh Gostowski who was who had a hell of a day on the Monday night game on one of the two when he went uh yeah was it one for four no for one on yeah Uh, field goals yeah yeah Yeah. for shit yeah so uh yeah so he bounces back hits one with a minute and a half left uh the big thing I want to talk about so everybody knows who the Titan is most people have him on their short list of AFC teams that you could almost go ahead and punch their ticket for the postseason um but this Jaguars team a lot of people had this as the bottom, not even tier team, like the bottom of yeah. the bottom of NFL teams in the league. Yeah. Uh, do we need to reevaluate that? We might. I mean, they're they're playing a little spunky, so they stole one against the the Colts. Then they battled back against the Titans, but they're I mean they're not a good team. I know everyone's like, oh, Gardner Minshew, and he has he's played well at times. He's also made big mistakes at times as well too. So. You know, we'll, we'll see kind of how that those up and down plays come from 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 Minshew. But I mean, I think he's auditioning to see what other teams he could play for, because if the Jags get the number one pick, they are taking Trevor Lawrence. There's just no question about it. 
Sure, but I mean, how well does Minshew have to play for the Jags to consider like this could be a franchise guy? But I don't, I don't think he is. I think, I mean, we've, we'll see, we'll bear it out. We have, like I said, we have moments of playing well, we have moments of not playing so well. So we'll see how those, how those guys, I mean, last year we were all talking about Minshew. He's the guy, Foles goes down, and then it's like, oh, he really ran out of steam towards the second half of the season. So yeah, we'll I just see. think people like the jock shop story and just, uh, yeah, yeah, there's a little bit. Look, I, I watched Gardner Minshew at Eastern Carolina, I watched him at Washington State. I've seen this guy. Yes, he put up great numbers at Washington State. Maybe he's coming into his own a little bit. And also, too, maybe the quarterback position is just a little bit uh, – maybe we need to realize, like, these these kids are coming in, like, more – like, they're coming in readier and, and better suited to start right away and play right away than they ever have been before. So maybe we need to adjust our, like, early – like, their early ability to turn it on and assimilate into the league – uh, as something I was like, well, this guy's going to be a star because he's he's had being successful so well so early. Yes, because I think that is a difference, right? Like, yeah. I think we're so quick to, if we don't see that flash super early, we're just like, oh, like like the Rosen or whatever, or, yeah. you know, it's just like we we move on. And maybe it's a little bit of, why couldn't you get better as a quarterback in the league with like, you know, three seasons underneath your belt? Yeah. Like, yeah. as long as you keep moving in that right direction. Um. Okay, so if they're going for Trevor Lawrence and they're one and one, I just there's so many shitty zero and two teams that we'll get to. Like, I wouldn't. I, that's that's still kind of my whole point is I think we're a little quick, too quick to say that Jaguars are the worst team in the league because I definitely saw at least four teams today that were looked worse than. The yes, 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 yes. Right, right. This is under the the the. the precept that they if they won the number one pick which we all thought they were going for which it doesn't look like i mean every team is trying to go out there and compete you don't tank in the nfl we just didn't think they had the the players to do it actually they're they're coming out early swinging so we'll see if this is like i said this will be an interesting like is this a mirage for the jags or is are they for real you know what i mean it's 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 a little bit too like, well, they've got like, you know, undrafted rookie and, and Robinson as, as the running back and their wide receiver core is actually halfway decent. Yeah. They, their offensive line is just kind of, I don't know what they've turned over their defense. Miles Jack is really the only guy that's there. So they're just, you know, they've, they drafted well, uh, Chasen and, and Henderson. So we'll see if they can like put it together consistently. I don't know if I can, but like you, you were saying is, is this is definitely not one of the, like the 32nd, you know, best team in the league. This is something that was a little bit better than we thought. Yeah. Okay. So let's jump over to the Giants, Bears. Giants obviously uh, suffered that devastating uh, loss to Saquon Barkley. Uh, they lose to the Bears 17 to 13, putting up 10 points in the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. putting together a little bit of a rally, driving down with a chance. And then I think, um, how'd this game end? Was it the INT? No, there wasn't an INT. No, I think it was just fourth down or time expired. Right. Whatever, something not great. Um, Bears sitting at 2-0, Giants 0-2. I think we said Giants would be a, kind of a fun, frisky team to watch. Is all that out the window with losing your franchise running back? Yeah, especially in, in the first week, too. Uh, we thought there would be some improvement on that offensive line, and there clearly wasn't. Week two wasn't any different going against, you know, the, the front seven. I think Khalil Mack missed this game, too, if, if memory serves, right? Am I, am yeah. I, yeah. So it's like – the offensive line not that better and defensive's kind of turned over this is again a little bit of the 
rookie head coach, no offseason to really gel this team together, learning on the fly a little bit, um, and really kind of being introduced to the NFL. Now you sprinkle in basically one of the, you know, five best offensive player, 10 best offensive players in the league, and you lose him early on. Now my, my offense becomes very one-dimensional. Yeah, uh, this is not th- I want to get into it right now. He, actually, I'll tell you the question right now. You keep it in mind so it can wrap it yes. back around. Bears sitting at 2-0, you know, this time of year, one of the favorite questions I like to ask is, you know, what's the worst 2-0 and team, and then what's our best 0-2 team? Ooh, but I we'll get you. to it. Okay. Bears sitting at 2-0. That's, that's a nice tease. I like that. There you, buddy. There you go. I got you, boy. <laughs> um, all right. Falcons at the Cowboys. This was my Delaney dog. This finishes up. Ooh. 40 to 39 Falcons come out first quarter up 20 to nothing. It looked like they were just going to cook with gas. And I look away and I mean, hats off to the Cowboys for fighting their way back into it. But uh, second half Cowboys outscore the Falcons by a score of 30 to 10. So the Falcons just, yeah, dude, this is so Falcons. How broken broken is Matt Ryan right now? Throw throws for four TDs. Looks great. Calvin Ridley on fire. Fucking here comes Dak Prescott, three TD. I, I mean, this is such a Falcons game. I don't even know what to even say about this anymore. Yes, they're they're sitting at 0-2. Cowboys, I mean, not a must win for them, but obviously not a challenging division, as we talked about the NFC East, but they yeah. definitely, you know, need to start stringing some wins together. <laughs> I get it. It's week two, but it's, you know, it's good to see that they could win a home game after their uh, – very disappointing turnout last week. And this was disappointing. I mean, everything that could go wrong for the Cowboys was going wrong. And it's more, yeah. I want to talk a little bit more about uh, the Falcons ineptitude than, I mean, like I said, as offered the Cowboys, great. There's more of just like when everything goes wrong for the other team and you at halftime are up 29 to 10, yeah. how can you have any confidence if you can't get out of there with a victory? Oh, I, yeah. How can you how can you not just stare at yourself and question like, what is wrong with us? Like as an, as of NFL franchise that we can't close the door on these teams. Like, how do we just get, like, that's a huge lead to give up. And it's very rare that this happens. And this consistently happens to the same franchise, the Atlanta Falcons over and over and over again. There's something, I mean, I, it, it's a Matt Ryan thing. I don't know. It's like they get too tight I mean, or or they just sit there and go, oh, my God, here, it's, it's happening again. And they just – they need some sage to come through there and cleanse their spirits. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, it's so bad. I mean, speaking of franchise that can't get it together, 42-21, um, to 21, the Packers-Lions game. Uh, I know I was a little feisty on the Lions. I liked them. Uh, 0-2, house spirits in Detroit. Shit, poor, shitty. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's just like we, we don't want Patricia there. We've got, you know, our, our, our rookie running back who we sign, you know, in the second, we take a second round overall pick for, or, you know, second round pick for him, drops a TD in the end zone, just the most heartbreaking fashion. And we, and then, you know, not to mention, we like, you know, we, we made Trubisky look like a Hall of Famer in the, in the fourth quarter. Then followed up with, you know, again, where we come out of the gates early, looking strong, and the defense just can't put it together. We can't generate a pass rush. We, we, which we, we basically just like drop eight and let Aaron Rodgers just pick us apart fucking all day long. And here's Patricia 
who we got, who is the defensive coordinator from the this vaunted Patriots defense. He brings in all these Patriots S guys, and we just get fucking rolled. Yeah. Oh, Aaron disgusting. Rodgers, I'm sure, celebrating tonight. Just the, slam with some scotches. Yeah, just, just funnel. Like, hey, get the funnel. Pour the more butt. scotch get in there. Johnny Walker Black. Oh, yeah. Shotgun this scotch. What a piece of God. shit. Fuck you, Aaron. Sorry. 49ers at the Jets. Uh, 31-13. Jets 0-2. Uh, is it going to happen for Sam Darnold or not? What's going on? Ooh. We so are, this goes uh, back to you know I you know I don't want to contradict myself because it goes mm-hmm. back to a little bit of what we we're talking about. But we're in year three now with Darnold. I know he missed some, um, missed some he got, time. He got Last mono season. from making out with chicks. Got mono, um, but I'm not seeing any flashes of this is franchise guy. Yeah, he's looking very average, and that's the thing. It's like you you gotta you gotta have you know more highlights than lowlights and 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 every time we turn on the jets it's just like show me something sam darnold show me something that you're working with here like you're 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 just perpetually kind of just sullen i I, you can't move the ball and i get it you know you didn't you know adam Gase didn't want Le'Veon bell there and he spent a bunch of money that you didn't want but it's like you gotta find ways i know he didn't play you know, this game, but you got to find ways to like, if you're Adam Gase to be creative and, and, and highlight Darnold, you know what I mean? You find yeah. ways to get him into, into uh, a good spot. So I'm trying to pull up a stat line. Yeah. I mean, it's like 21 for 32. Okay. Completion yeah. percentage didn't turn the ball over a buck 79. So it's like, are we just yeah. dinking and dunking? I mean, I get it. The, the pass rush for the 49ers is, is impressive, but Bosa goes down. What are you doing? Who are you playing against? Yeah, that's the thing I just want to see a little bit. Speaking of getting creative, the only thing Gase needs to get creative with is that resume when he's out looking for work next yeah. season. Ooh. Oh, show. Ooh, I like that's it. Sick I just got him. You got him. Uh, this is also, like, you just want to see yourself if, you know, if the starting quarterback goes out. Uh, and, again, no one's rooting for injuries. But right. you expect if, you know, if they, if they send six guys, six starters out of the game or, like, whatever number it is. I mean, if we're looking at five, which is – um, like ten percent of their start, ten yeah, percent of their playing, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, I mean you, and if you're talking starters, like it's you know, it's like a quarter, a twenty-five percent of. That's your, what I was gonna say. Twenty-five yeah. percent. It's just like you expect to be able to take advantage of that in For some sure. fashion and not just put up thirteen points. For sure. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, Rams and Eagles. Eagles. Um, zero and two. Rams two and zero. Uh, Rams pretty much in control of this the entire time. You remember when people were nuts about the Eagles before the season started? Yes. They might be dog shit. Carson Wentz might not be as good as everyone thinks. Two picks today yeah. on on the day. Um, something is lost in the sauce with, with Philly and Peterson. It's not matching up. The defense doesn't look great. I know they've had, like, really no wide receivers. But they really – I mean, I think, that you know, they're, they're kind of Snoresville – offensively and uh you know yeah not creative it's kind of it's kind of good also to see the the rams bouncing back they look um you know after last year everyone kind of questioning them and wondering if you know if the super bowl thing was a fluke and everything and they're just they're they can really cook when things are breaking the right direction for them yeah, and it's and it's just goes to show, like, I mean, I don't know where they get all the money to to sign all the Cooper Cup and in Woods and all these guys, but they find ways to get creative. Jalen Ramsey to pay these guys money, but they are 
looking pretty decent, right? I mean, there was a little rough point in that where I thought Philly was going to close the gap, and then they they put the throttle down and blew them out. And it's like, okay, that's what you want to see. Like, you're a 2-0 team. That's what yeah. you want to see. It's like, okay, it's the anti-Falcons. It's like, all right, game's getting a little tight. Game's getting a little close. Throttle down. Let's fuck these guys up. Uh, so Broncos at Steelers 26-21. Steelers come out. Broncos put together a little late run. They're going to come back in this, which is even more impressive. The fact that after, what was it, like halfway through the second quarter that we yeah. had the backup QB come in? Yeah, Dris- Jeff Driscoll, who played for the Lions, actually played pretty pretty spunky. But Drew, Drew Locke got knocked out uh, pretty early in that second quarter. Um, and they, they still continue to roll. I mean, this is a tough one for me because – you know the they the Broncos had some early injuries. Chubb still recovering from an ACL tear. Von Miller tore up his his knee before the season even started. So it's like that defense that you know you kind of expect that pass rush isn't really there. But you're still kind of you were excited of them, especially the way they closed out the season last year. Thought they'd be able to put a little bit together, not like a Super Bowl run, but hey, be a competent football team. And they're still kind of hanging around a little bit. Yeah, uh, Steelers are uh, quite 2-0 and in a division that pulls a lot of attention with, you know, Baker Mayfield and then right. the Ravens. So keeping an eye on them. Panthers and Bucks, Bucks 31-17. Uh, Tom Brady obviously had a, a very strong day. I think Bridgewater, I mean, I had the two INTs, but, you know, they were, they were trying to get back in it late and just couldn't make it happen. I, I don't know. I like Teddy Bridgewater. I'm trying to get off the Panthers. But, you know, Tom Brady – silence some critics today as he likes mm-hmm. to do yeah and offensively the panthers are going to be very exciting to watch their defense just i mean they're they they had like seven new starters coming into this year new head coach and, and rule like the, this is a team that i would like you said Teddy bridgewater even though he threw two picks didn't look terrible this is a team that i'd be looking to to kind of you know would be a darling coming into next season if they get a little things in the right right direction because they're not I don't think they're a bad team. I don't think they're as bad as a record. They're definitely not my worst 0-2 team that's out there. Oh, yeah, for sure. Which isn't one of the questions. It's your best 0-2 team. Oh, my best, right? Exactly. Well, yeah. you know, we know what I mean. Worst. You know yeah. what I mean. Yes, we know the worst, right? Exactly. Uh, okay, so Ravens We're both going to say our team at the same time. Lions, not <laughs> Vikings. Uh, exactly. I had the Ravens beat up on the Texans. Um, so he – Deshaun Watson seems like kind of like a chill guy, but I don't know if, if we start, I mean, if we're looking at a Texas team that's uh, trying to fight to get in the playoffs from behind, I mean, how long can this, how long can this relationship go? You take away a star receiver and right. then, I mean, granted the chiefs and the Ravens. So the Texas probably Texans probably just wrapped up playing the number one team in the uh, AFC, at least right. followed by the number two. Yeah. And I, yeah, that's the thing is <laughs> so, it's a real tough opening schedule, which we kind of knew. Um, the I'm trying to remember was that that game was a little bit close. No, they they blew them out, right? They 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 handily blew them out in that Chiefs game, uh, and then they kind of got dominated in this Ravens game as well too. It wasn't ever you know Lamar Jackson didn't have a huge game. They just kind of beat him up. I think there was a TD return from the defense. Um, it does make you wonder a little bit, like, are they for real? And like you were saying, like, how long is Deshaun Watson going to want to waste his prime with Bill O'Brien as a head coach? Like, when is he going to start, like, putting the pressure 
on the you know the the the, the management to sit there and say hey i mean they're going to force a trade or or demand a trade or you know because yeah, that's when the murmurs start right because i mean it's hard it's hard to get all the weapons there and yeah. you know when when there was such a public trade like that, I mean, all the trades are public, but you right. just kind of get ridiculed for getting a, getting rid of, you know, one of the top three, four wide receivers in the league. And then your game plan is to, you know, get yourself a 28 year old running back and go for it that way. It's just, it doesn't seem to be heading in the wrong direction. If you consider yourself one of the top five quarterbacks in the league, which I think Watson would. Yeah. And I think, and I think he is, I think he's up there and it's like, what are we doing? Like, what you know, if you're going to trade it away, then then can we get some help defensively? I mean, you know, we let we let Javian, uh, uh, Jadavian Clowney go right now. Yep. He's with with Seattle. T.J. Watt is not getting any younger, right? You know, obviously he's a he's a good player, but he's not what he was. Offensive line is still a little shaky, and it's like you know, we just we we bring in Brandon Cooks, Reggie, or you know Cobb. Are are these guys that were you know, it's like, like you have said in the past, it's like you, you make all these trades and all these moves to like try and add up to the value of one DeAndre Hopkins. It's not going to yeah. work. Uh, okay, perfect. Uh, and then last uh, chief chargers go to overtime. Uh, yeah. He's gonna got to put those chiefs away. Chargers, you know, at least looked in control coming out at halftime and it just, you know, slowly slipped away, but they also had, you know, Tyrod Taylor not starting. Um, and no yeah. spoiler look on my MVP, but it's a Justin Herbert kid. Yeah. Looked, looked all right. Yeah, exactly. Little, you know, that's the thing, right? It's, it's, you know, he's in this, he will be in this Josh Allen camp, right? Where it's mm-hmm. like, he is, he has a legit NFL arm, good athlete. And there's going to be times where you're like, holy shit, this guy can really fucking play. There will be some other times where you're like, oh my God. <laughs> What is this guy doing, right? We've made a huge mistake. Yeah, exactly. And so it's like with these guys, it's like you're going to have some really bad series and some really bad plays, but you're going to have to be able to get past that. The The Chargers defense is is like, you know, they Derwin, they lost Derwin James, but but Ingram is, is ready to go. Bosa, you know, the uh, the other Bosa uh, is really is, is okay and can play. And uh, their linebackers are not too bad either. It's like their defense will be able to kind of keep you in games at times. Yeah, they're really, uh, you know, it took Mahomes a little longer than normal, at least a half to kind of figure it out, to figure out getting a little space and make stuff happen. Yeah, and it's and it's with that, it's like, it's, yes, 302, two TDs. But, like, look, at he had 20 incompletions, which is not what you would think out of a Mahomes-type game. And that's what you need. It's like... Just I can't even force a turnover, but just don't don't let them just kill you making completions. All right, brother. Um, let's wrap up week two. Give me your worst two and O team. Ooh, my worst. My worst. You mean my best two and O team? I say now I'm in your head. I'm in your head, right? You no, my- no. I want your worst two and O team. I'm doing oh, the opposite. Worst- what the fuck is going on then? What, Who's two and O? That's not supposed to be two and O. Let's go. Oh, oh, best. Oh, worst two and O team. Oh, my bad. Yes. God damn, I'm stupid. Jesus Christ. I've been wow. driving for three and a half hours, B. So I want wow. I want to like chalk that up to that. Um okay. I'm going to say Oh shit, there's so much pressure. So much pressure. I'm going to say the Steelers right now. Oh, you think Steelers a little weak. Not quite I as think, good as the yeah, I mean, I mean, they they had the chance, they let a, a spunky Denver 
Broncos team comeback and um, they 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 dis- dismantled a you know a, uh, a New York Giants team that we know is dog shit. But they didn't. I mean, they covered. They they won by six points. But it wasn't like it was a heartily like in the hand, forty to nothing walloping. Um, I just think, and and this is me putting them slightly over uh, of Crans Crapple Hoppers Arizona Cardinals, which yes. have looked a little I. Cardinals a little suspect. Uh, my worst two and O team is the Chicago Bears. Oh shit! I should have gone for that one. Yeah, this is um, everybody. I, I hope everyone's slowing down on buying this Mitch Trubisky stock because we'll be seeing him <laughs> ride the pine by week six. But he there you go. buys left, himself another week. I left some meat on that bone for you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you're can't, welcome. You're can't welcome. always be the all star. And hey, you were driving today, so apparently that slows your brain. Look, down. mother, I was driving <laughs> three straight hours with kids going nuts. Uh, all right, what's your best zero and two team? Mm. Now this is the stat right here. Um, Matt Simon, friend of the pod, was asking me earlier watching football. Uh, the percent chances of making the playoffs after starting zero and two because you always hear it on some mm-hmm. like Get Up or some ESPN show. It's eleven percent. That number obviously will be a little higher now. Because, yeah. like we said, we are adding a playoff team on each side, but obviously it's a all uphill from here scenario. So, but who's zero and two that you would expect that could possibly string this together and get in the postseason? Well, I mean, the Texans are the ones that have gone on runs in the past before. Um, I would say right now, just staring at it, it's. T- I mean, I can't put the Falcons there. I got. I think I got to say the Texans. Yeah, I'm going. I am going to go Falcons there. I'll be tempted by. Yeah, like, yeah. I still. I know we've been doing this for fuck. Like, what's it been like three years? Like they were just like, all right, the Falcons will just kind of shake out of this, and I don't know what's making me believe it. There's just so much offensive talent there, so I can always bet on just being able to. Yeah, when you look I, at the margin of difference, I'm 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 scanning the margin of difference in the points. I mean, the the Texans has been outscored by 31 points, which is was just i mean worse than than everybody in the in the afc so i you know the 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 falcons can offensively put up enough points to keep themselves in it so it's just if they can get a a few key stops which might be the is that the hallmark of a better owen two team i don't know yeah yeah we'll see i also like that these guys are in the falcons are in the nfc so it seems to be a little bit more elbow room to maybe get over some of these dog shit teams uh okay let's jump into the inbox bro yeah brah um brah. better character uncle jesse jesse spano or jesse the body ventura <laughs> are we going uh, we're going jesse the body ventura the governor or the action star or the I think we're doing action star Why okay. so many, did i miss something about a jesse or are we just like he was just sitting around and just like what's the best jesse I guess you can add any Jesse to this list if you need to. Yeah, yeah. Jesse, I mean, Jesse's girl, right? There's that. Yeah, that's a good jam. Yeah, she's, yeah, not real specific, but that's Jesse's girl. I'm trying to think, are there there any other famous Jesse's? Jesse, like character wise. Character wise, yeah, just anywhere, just showing up in the, in Jesse, Jesse James. Oh, yes, right. Jesse James. Jessica Rabbit. I guess that's not a Jesse, though. That's not a Jesse. Okay, um, so, so better character. Yeah, so Uncle Jesse, he seemed kind of cool. He would have been a fine uncle, I guess. But I got other uncles, too, so I don't have to worry about, like, him specifically. So I got yeah, yeah. 
covered. He was like kind of in the rock band, you know me and music. I don't really listen to music. Right. Uh, so I'm going to go Jesse Spano. I think there's a little crush there. I don't know if it was, mm. it, there was probably a little window when it was a little more than Tiffany Amber Thiessen. I think like Kapowski. Yes. Yeah. So this is right. This is the like Jesse Spano is the Atlanta Falcons of Baywatch, <laughs> right? When you really think down down to it, she is beautiful. Yeah. Great, great. She was smart. She worked hard. Yeah. But she never got yeah. the shine on that fucking Kapowski got, right? Yeah. And she, didn't. And then she had her op, her her opportunity for the girl group. I forget what that girl group's name was, and she blew it all on caffeine pills. Yeah, which is the favorite yeah. scene right there, which is like a terrible. And that was like her, you know, twenty-eight to three moment against the Patriots. I'm, yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah, the, yeah, the caffeine. Yeah. yeah, you got it. You got it, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah I nailed it. A little like, yeah, that's perfect. That's what. And then, and then, and then, and then she fucking goes and does, you know, the the striptease. Striptease. The strip, yeah. yeah, which yeah. is losing by the Cowboys by one point when you're up by. <laughs> <laughs> It's twenty to nine and a half. Oh my god, yes. But I do of the better characters. I love Jesse Spano. I did have a little crush. I'll never forget. I, I, if if someone could find the scene, please do. There was a house party scene where um, I remember watching this vividly as a kid, and like Zach's in the foreground, sitting there yeah. talking, doing his whole timeout thing. In the background, you can see uh, Mario Lopez and Elizabeth Berkeley jesse and ac slater sitting there hardcore flirting and i was like watching it in the background like oh those two they definitely be fucking like there is no question about it look at that that's just good writing that's just good script writing they put yeah, that yeah. in there just really yeah. kind of just laying it laying the groundwork saying what's going on um okay sweet uh jesse the body ventura became a governor so we'll keep him off yes yeah. i ain't got time to bleed uh all right reggie bush 10-year ban from USC is over. His college highlights were insane, but most people would think his NFL career was a bust. Why did he struggle so much? Would his talent have meshed better with today's game? We, I, we've, slightly, we've slightly talked on this before. Yes. Because it does seem like, you know, it, it was the advent of catching the ball in space. Yeah, your favorite. Your favorite colloquialism. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just love when you can see it. But we have, we have a lot of backs like that today. You know, yes. we have like, we have the Ecklers and everything. Um, you know, Kamara's. I, yeah, Kamara, no, yeah. Were we throwing to running backs? You know, I don't need to pile on all this question. It's simple. Why didn't Reggie Bush pan out? Was it just too early? Was it just before his time? It's too but early. Make- and he didn't have like, he didn't have the yin to his yang. When, when he was amazing, the thunder and lightning at USC, he had Lundale White, you know, the yeah. fucking bell cow. He yeah. never really had that. I think he had Deuce McAllister for a little bit in New Orleans. I I think that they just didn't have the the ways to figure out Peyton at that moment. Was it Peyton? I don't know if he had the the ability. It had to have been had the ability to kind of like figure out the best way to do it. And a lot of times they still try to make him like the feature back. Yep. Along with it, it's like no no no. I think. You know what? The other thing might have hurt him too is like some of the run pass option stuff, right? I think that's I think that play makes a running back of his size and stature a little bit more suited to find lanes in the offensive line where not everyone's like, oh, it's a standard like in you know behind center, I formation handoff. 
like we're, we're having a little bit of guessing game. We're keeping the defenders on their toes a little bit because they have to decide if this is going to be a pass, if there's going to be a read option by the quarterback, or if the guy's going to get the ball or not. So I think there's a little bit of, of, of adding. I Maybe I could make it up a little bit on that, but I think there's a little wrinkle that added to that for him. Sure, sure, yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it is. I think it's the coaches hadn't really, I don't know, a, a talent that was kind of his style, which we see a lot in the NFL today. It was more of just like, oh, there's a talented running back. Like, he's just going to be our future back. And that's yeah. just how you use, like, highly talented running backs, where I think with, like, today's games, like, you wouldn't try to, like, slam him between the tackles. Like, you would have somebody else for goal line and short carry. Yeah, and do we, and I'd love to go back and watch some of those things, but just thinking about it now, it's like, how much offensive motion were we seeing in those early saints years with with reggie bush i do feel like there's a ton of motion that occurs pre-snap to try and figure out to allow the quarterback to figure out what the defense is doing but also to give a little bit of misdirection i don't think that there was like a ton there might be a tight end that moves maybe a wide receiver that comes across but there wasn't a lot of motion that was going on pre-snap and i think that's changed a bit all right well thanks for the email you weren't imagining it I was yeah. really going down. Thanks for the breakdown. That's what happened. That's what we just summed up Reggie Bush. We solved it. <laughs> so if he wants to come back in the league, now would be a good time to get started. Although him being 36 probably is going to work out as well. All right, worse. Uh, Brandana got stuck wearing three shirts for three months while in quarantine. Uh, it was three shirts. It was closer to six months. I'd like to update yes. everybody about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. If you're going to. Real go, quick, though, shout out to those shirt manufacturers. Those things fucking stood up. Yeah, that's fun. I could post those brands on Instagram because you, yeah. you should own some of these brands of shirts because they – actually, you can have mine because they're one of those that I'm sick of, them, but they're still <laughs> still ready to go. Uh, if you're going to go to the biggest job interview of your life, which piece of clothing would you choose to wear if you had to? A leather Looney Tunes jacket or a Winnie the Pooh t-shirt? Oh, my God. Wait. A leather – Winnie, wait, wait, a less, wait, sorry. You have two choices for this job interview. I don't know what my three shirts have to do with any of this. No, no, no. I, and, and these weren't three of my shirts. It found like an unnecessary dig on you, right? Yeah, like, yeah I know. It wasn't like, like, I just, the audience, audience might be confused if they don't see me. They're just like, okay, so Looney Tunes, he had like one of those like Space Jam shirts. Like, no. Right. So your two choices are a leather, so this is job interview we're doing, a leather Looney Tunes jacket or a Weenie the Pooh t shirt. Does this leather Looney Tunes jacket exist? I'm trying to picture oh, yeah. this. In my, it does? I can't wait till you pull pictures for this. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, you, you remember? I think it's like, I think it's black and like the sleeves would have different colors. Like the sleeves would be, it'd be like the sleeves were like two blue sleeves. Kind of like the eight ball leather jackets. You remember those eight ball leather yeah, jackets? Yeah, 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 yeah. holy yeah, shit. Yeah, something like okay, that. Okay, okay, okay. Looney Tune leather jacket. Um, or... The other one is a Winnie the Pooh t-shirt. Winnie the Pooh t-shirt. That's all the deets I have, yes. Now, now let's be clear. We're not talking about the t-shirt that Winnie the Pooh, like a half shirt. <laughs> a half shirt. That he's going with, right? Um, oh, wow. That's a great question. That's a great question. Yeah. Um, so we'll put that as a third option. If, you, if you'd rather over these two actually rock – the red short sleeve crop top that I believe Winnie the Pooh wears, then I'll let you wear that. Holy shit. We're talking something like this. Can you see this, B? Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. what I'm thinking. As long Ooh, as yes. it's leather. Okay, okay it, so is, it is leather. First off, real quick, you want to venture a guess at how much this leather jacket is? 
Oh, I do. This is very much fun. Um, yes, I'm going to guess $198. Ooh, you are under, sir. Two forty. I don't know who. I don't know who this who this website is. Grailed. Two hundred. Is that two forty with shipping included? No, no. At ten dollars on top. Yeah, because I'm obviously doing proper. rush delivery. Because as soon as you find that thing, you want to get it on your back ASAP. Oh, there's one on eBay for fucking thirty five hundred dollars. Get out of here. That's insane. That is insane. Uh, okay, okay, so it's it's Sorry. leather. So I live in LA. Yes. So that's here's the thing. Uh, here here's my take on it. I'm going with the Weenie the Pooh T-shirt. Like that's obviously tongue in cheek. I don't like. Right. A leather Looney Tunes jacket. Somebody could be like, this guy like thinks this is actually cool. Yeah. Well, yes. Right. You said this in there. We the Pooh t-shirt at least like, you know, you get it nice and tight. Maybe show off your physique a little bit. Maybe distract from what's actually. Yeah. Where's my honeypot, you guys? Look at this. (laughs) Um, I see. I was going to go the exact opposite. I was going to go with the leather jacket, the Looney Tunes leather jacket. Uh, a, it's like, look how desperate I am that I need this because this is my only jacket to wear to this job interview. But secondarily to that, I can always take that, I can always discard that, like enter in, take my leather jacket off, hang it up. The, the you know, the interviewer might be like, is that a fucking Looney Tunes jacket? I can't really tell. That's a bold choice. Yeah. But he's wearing something else, so maybe that's his only jacket. Who knows? I'm not sure. That's true. You you might be able to like peel it off your body a little quicker. That's yeah, fair yeah, enough. Yeah. That's that's my thing. But if I'm wearing that poo shirt, yeah, I'm just I gotta sit there with a fucking Tigger and Eeyore yeah. flanking. And you gotta wear it to a lot of job interviews because you ain't booking anything more <laughs> than that. Right. Um, all right, guys, you got emails for us. Hit us up at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. Love going through the inbox. What a fun time. Football and inbox. Oh, I know. Man. It feels like it feels yeah. like normal. Feels so good. Yeah. Um, all right, Neapolitan Showdown, bring us to the jam. So let's leave it alone. Cause we can't see eye to eye. There ain't no good guy. There ain't no bad guy. There's only you and me, and we just disagree. All right. Um, so I sent you Neapolitan Showdown favorite articles of clothing. This could be anything, you know, we kind of kept it under, it could, if you're just like, I like to wear a good zoot suit, or you could be like, you could be very specific. You could be like, I have a short sleeve Winnie the Pooh shirt that I really like to throw on. I have a crop top Winnie the Pooh (laughs) shirt. It's it's super ironic. It's on two levels. Um, All right. Here's where I'm firing off. Uh, My number three is your classic tagless hanes v-neck pocket tee yeah sure. this is your this is your fucking this is standard issue brandana yeah you see me you see me swing yeah. on that yeah. one of the shirts one of the three shirts i had during the quarantine that i won't be getting rid of is my just kind of navy blue one they just fit yeah. you right it's kind of yeah. hug in the right spots right. the medium's a good size sure like it's, not for some for you not for most people not for me <laughs> well sometimes you can get like some mediums are small some brands of shirt have a dramatic jump from medium to large yes and then you're just true. kind of stuck in no man's land i'm kind of shaped like a mannequin so it's yeah, just like, I, I, I've, I that kind of classic people have often asked me they're like how <laughs> how do you describe brandon i'm like first off body like a mannequin <laughs> secondly yeah. this meant the proportions of like my fucking shoulders and arms are just like yeah um, yeah, yeah. you're in proportion you're get it i get it yeah, yeah. um 
I like this. Yes, classic standard issue. It's very much B-centric. Um, so I'm going to go with, this is me. This is my move. This is standard issue too. But I love quality basketball shorts. I love okay. like, I love like the university, like issued, authorized, as you can see, I'm wearing the Jordan brand. Oh, that's Jordan. Jordan brand, Michigan apparel. Like I like, like, I don't, not the knockoff shit. I want from the team store. Give me the team store. I have a pair of Pistons shorts that I've had for a very long time. I actually gave to emailer of the year, a pair of white piston shorts, clean, fucking nice, nice ones. They actually shrunk in the wash one, one die and they, they didn't fit me. So they fit his body. Um, so give me a nice quality, but I'm wearing shorts right now. I like it. I come home standard issue for me. I come home, I take off the work clothes. I throw on the shorts cause it lets the dogs breathe. Those, those, my yams breathe, baby. <laughs> Gotta get those yams breathing. That's right, baby. Oh, yams. Um, yes, and I can. I, I think we should call each other out too, like because we've known each other for years. If I've never seen you in basketball shorts, then I could be like bullshit. It takes some, right. some right. points off. But right. um, okay, so I will score that with so V neck haze V neck pack of three costs twelve ninety nine. So we'll go thirteen. I know you like that. I know you like that sweet deal, but you like that kind of Air Jordan logo. So we're going to put you around 40, 40 to 14. There you go. Uh, okay, number two. Give me, this is a little bit more encompassing, but I like a long sleeve button-up flannel shirt. Not the real flannel. I'm just talking about the flannel pattern. It's kind of my go-to top of the body if I'm, you know, if I'm going out, if I'm doing something. Obviously, if it's not dress-up, but you can roll up the sleeves, rock and roll. Yeah, good button-up sleeve roll up flannel I, I like how i said roll up the sleeves like there's gonna be a list of things you could do with these flannel shirts and it's just like that's about all you can do with it you can roll up the sleeves that's your now <laughs> that's okay your two walk me through your your cuff game i this need to good. know yeah I need this to is know a good this. Yeah, yeah i know i'm fucking dialed in baby i drove three hours just thinking about <laughs> you this. did and now it's your superpower yeah there's some people that um don't want to show the underside of the sleeve. So they'll do a weird thing where it's kind of fold over that top sleeve, roll it all back, and then fold that top sleeve back down. So it just oh, kind they, of looks they like bunch it. You're the, the, the yeah, bunch kind of, it? Well, yeah, it yeah, looks yeah. like that. There's still a roll, but it looks like that. You also don't want it too like perfect, like pocket squarey. Like just mm -hmm. like it's gotta look a little like on the go, but I'm fine with showing a little undersleeve. And if you get the right flannel shirt, sometimes a little peacock pattern on the underside there oh little flash little razzmatazz yep, but what, yep, yep, what's yep. under this sleeve okay but yep. are you going are you going one fold two folds oh, uh no it's like a three folds. and it's a little bit more it's in between a fold and a scrunch but it's a i gotcha here. okay it's, it's I gotcha. wherever it, you know i i like to if i'm rolling up there i want to drop in just yeah. you know right above the elbow yeah yeah Oh, above the elbow. Oh, okay. You you go deeper. Yeah. I go yeah. mid forearm, fucking military tight. Because I usually wear business shirts with the flannels. Yeah, I'll do that. Fucking That's rock right. that, dude. Nice, nice little firm, crisp cuff right there. Stays right there. Looks nice. Shows off the forearms. I usually don't have an undershirt underneath. You know what I mean? So I'm Such just a man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sure. Yeah. Show yeah. that off. I'll pop a few buttons down too. Show off a little of that chest hair. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I won't do, I've seen some guys, it's too bold of a move to do, like, undo one of the bottom buttons. No, thank you. That's too risque for me. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to show belly. No, thank yeah. you. Hard it kind of looks like you, like you fucked up also. Like, you're not, like, done putting right. a shirt on. Right, exactly. Like, no, 
right. Very good. Um, I'm going my number two. Talked about it all the time. Rubber band, left wrist. You know it. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's good. That is good. Yeah. It's maybe not real clothing, but I wears it, so it is It's an accessory, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Um, Okay, so I'm rolling up the sleeves if it's anywhere around, you know, 70 degrees outside. Um, You've been doing that rubber band on your wrist for like 20 years now? More than that. Uh, Yeah, yeah, sophomore year of high school. I'm gonna do the math. I'm just gonna give you 25. That's fine. That works too. Thanks. Um, okay, we got 65 to 84. Oh, oh, oh okay. All right. Fuck yeah. I didn't, I didn't hear um, your score. I was all stoked. Here's the number one spot for me. Uh, I don't think there's any way you could fight against it. I got myself a pair of them for my birthday this year. I probably have owned. 15 pairs of them in my life, and I usually always have one in the closet. Talk about a pair of white Air Force Ones. Oh, all white, yes. baby. Clean Air Clean. Force Ones. Yeah. And you'll just look, and it's nice because you just look down one day and it'll just be kind of like gray, and then you go right into the Nike store, get a new pair of Air Force One, throw those other in the trash can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is a good look. I like, I like it when you have. Now, are you, you're not a sneakerhead, though, right? I'm not a sneakerhead. No, I mean, I just like, I, I actually kind of find it hard to find a sneaker because you don't want to look like you're a freshman in high school. Right. And it's, there's, there's a lot of sneakers out there that are loud and I don't like it to look like, you know, you're having workout things on the bottom of your actually like I'm going to work. And it's just like, well, those are kind of, those look like gym shoes or they're too multicolor. Or they're a little too yeah, loud, yeah. but yeah. I do because my ankles too, I'm flat footed. We don't have to get too deep into yeah, it. Yeah, no, so no, no. I'm flat footed like, too. This is why we pod together. Yeah. Yeah. So my ankle, this is exactly what brought us together. Yeah. Flat foot pod. So my ankles can get like a little, uh, you know, like my just feet fatigue, you know, just walking around. And, but I it's just you. like the, uh, the air force, <laughs> the air force ones, they just have like a big cushion to it, a big sole. Yeah. Yeah. See, I like the, I like the wides. And I like, uh, yeah, I like, I'm an, I'm a Nike guy. Cause they're always a little bit wider. They don't, they're easier to break in, but I'm down with you on like the two, I, I, there's too much pattern sometimes. And you're like, God damn, yeah. I just want like a clean, simple shirt. Like I'm, I'm not opposed to, to a little design or a little, little hint of this or that, but come on, man. Uh, that's good. Nice. I'm glad to hear that you're not a sneakerhead, although I do appreciate sneakerheads. I like seeing them. I just, they're yeah, too yeah, bold. Yeah, I want to spend all that money. It's insane. Um, me, I'm going to go classic ball cap fitted, usually with the Notre Dame clover leaf. You know, you know, you've seen this on my head. Mm-hmm. I actually went back and found the manufacturer, the one that I wore to disintegration and then got myself a new, basically like worn in, you know, soft cap one just like it yeah okay so i'm gonna give you you definitely have longevity on all this stuff yeah, yeah exactly I, I like it I, I think right now a fucking just, brand loyal b that's yeah, what i do i think on that and being able to remember all this stuff after your three-hour drive is just we need to do a little hats off i'm gonna start driving every neapolitan showdown oh that's hilarious do you remember when we used to keep track of like how many Neos i do one in a row and now we're just like 
I'm not sure if we've done favorite ice creams or not. Right, right. <laughs> it's the level of like if we've actually done it. Um, all right, we got a little time for the Grand Anna Gambling Corner. Bring us to the jam. Because here's what we're going to need to do. So okay. when we start our super pool, bro, Yeah. Um, even though we said we're not going to pick ours before Thursday, I do think we need to pick a little time to look at the lines and see just out loud and maybe for the audience to hear and get, and they can start thinking about the lines too, as they listen to this Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday, Monday, when it drops, um, what's jumping out at them. So um, I'm just going to go through these real fast. All right. Is that so, okay with you? Yeah. It's always right. okay with me. Miami at Jacksonville, uh, Jaguars favored by a point and a half. So I just want you to make a little note if something's, if something's just okay. leaving out of you. Um, Chicago at Atlanta, Falcons minus three. Cincinnati at Philadelphia, Eagles minus six. Houston at Pittsburgh, Steelers minus five and a half. Raiders at Patriots, Patriots minus five and a half. Rams at Buffalo, Bills minus three. 49ers at Giants, 49ers uh, minus six and a half. Tennessee at Minnesota, Titans minus a point and a half, Washington, Cleveland, Browns minus six, Carolina and Chargers, Chargers minus six and a half, Justin in Indianapolis, Colts minus seven and a half, um, Seattle favored by three and a half over Dallas, that's in Seattle, Cardinals favored by three over Detroit, that's in Arizona, Tampa Bay and Denver, Buccaneers favored by three and a half, Green Bay at New Orleans, Saints favored by four and a half, Kansas City at Baltimore, Ravens favored by point and a half. Ooh. Uh, not to be too on the homer band, but cards minus three at Detroit. Uh, it, that's at Arizona or at, at Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. Detroit yeah. at Arizona. This was the game last year that, uh, yeah. tied up Detroit. Tied up. Had a yeah. Big lead. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Give me that. I was so excited about that game. Um, right. I, am I, am I crazy in this? Right. I mean, th- these, these teams are not even, this is the three yeah. point, uh, you know, the Cardinals are a better team than the lions are. And they're yeah. only they're only getting three points at home. This is the standard like three point Vegas home buffer, right? Is that what we're talking about? It is. About? It is. And I, I think I think the three point uh, buffer is heading down a little bit. I'd say it'd be closer to like a two and a half, and that was even before the COVID thing. It's okay. just kind of the mind thing. But okay. uh, I don't think they're even. I just Detroit can surprise you, so I don't necessarily you know hate this. I think the one thing is like Green Bay at New Orleans. Like we've seen Green Bay score more than 40 points uh, in their only two games this year. Yes. And Saints are going to need to cover four and a half points. That just seems like, it seems like give me Green Bay, give me four and a half points. And then let me see if the, you know, if the Packers can win outright. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I agree. What's, uh, who you ran through the Bills minus three. Who are they playing? Yeah. Well, it's the Rams at the Bills. At the Bills, ooh, that's yeah. a tough game too. Because I, I, I was like, ooh, I like the, I like the, the Rams, but Bills at home, minus three. Where, where the Rams have, ha- I mean, been shaky. It's like, do we believe in Dallas? I mean, we know we they they trounce them, 
they yeah. almost they should have lost probably to the Rams should have lost to Dallas in week one. That's an interesting. Yeah, I may look at the weather on that too because we might actually, you know, while the crowd is not a home field advantage, like weather might be. And I think we're sneaking to that time as we're looking to early October where right. it could get a little frigid in Buffalo. Right. Sure, nothing's going on. And the 40, 49ers at six and a half and with all those injuries. Yeah. That's a lot. A touchdown. Who are they playing again? Yeah. And I would look at uh, San Francisco is at the Giants. So it's kind of both two of the teams that kind of got hit by the most. Yeah. I Like Eagles favored by six, Cincinnati at Philadelphia. Cincinnati might be not decent, but just below decent. Yeah, I wrote that down too. Um, beating them by a touchdown. They might beat them by a field goal, but I, a full yeah. touchdown. It was 35-30 in that Thursday night game, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're coming off a couple extra days of rest here. A full touchdown? I don't know. I, you know. Yeah, I always get locked up too. Like, um, also Chicago at Atlanta. I think you know if you can find a home team and then a uh, a road team that's probably getting a little shine, that's a little bit more favorite than they should be. I would I would look for those. I would look for those in like home dogs. I mean Tennessee at Minnesota. I mean the Titans are favored by a point and a half, but uh, haven't seen anything to believe that Minnesota can put anything together although I, I don't feel like tennessee is as gangbusters as people had them before going into this year yeah i mean it's it's you know they're they, they struggled on monday night right to win they had run henry 31 times they let jacksonville back in so it's you know that's a tough it's a tough one to sit there on a gambling perspective to really like put all your chips on that and, and and the the Ravens, I mean, the Ravens, you said minus one and a half. I mean, those games, it's like, who knows what that's going to be? You know what I mean? Because I don't yeah. think the Ravens have looked all that great. Yeah, I don't. I, I think this is one of the things also where it's you want to give them that home field. Uh, I don't know. It's just it's it's wild to see Kansas City as an underdog. That's insane. Yes, yes it is. That's crystal. Uh, all right, guys, we just want to hear – have you listened to us babble through this and see what we liked? <laughs> well, so far, uh, we so far are... I think what the thing that stood out to us most would be that Eagles Cincy game. Like I think both Eagles of them. Yeah, I mean, I didn't lead off with it. We kind of worked our way through to it, but that one makes a lot of sense. Like Joe Burrow looks pretty competent. Carson Wentz is not right, and Philadelphia has not looked good. So for them yeah. to cover by a touchdown, that's a challenge. That's going to be big. Yeah. So we don't have to do it next week. It starts week four. So we're going to let one more week go down. Again, we'll talk a little bit about them on this pod. So you guys have an idea of the lines going into it, but we won't actually make our selects. We'll have to share that with you on Instagram just because of the time in between when we drop the pod and not wanting to make those picks till we at least get through the Thursday game and see the entries and everything that happened. But you guys can also, you can always jump on to DraftKings and look at the super pool and you should be able to access uh, what those lines are. Cause those lines do get a little different. Unlike an actual sports book where the lines will fluctuate uh, for the sake of everyone in the super pool playing with the same odds, those numbers get locked in, which is why we'll be waiting until Saturday or Sunday morning to put them in. For example, like if we find out like Garoppolo's not starting or whatever, it right. could move the actual Vegas line by a point and a half or two, but it won't move that DraftKings line. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. I am Brandana MVP of the week. I am giving it to Justin Herbert. Yeah. Um, so had had a pretty impressive feat with a rushing touchdown and a passing touchdown Look in the first half. Yeah. Uh, I just, I, you know, 
uh, this league is built on quarterbacks. We need a good quarterback. So anytime you can kind of come in uh, off the bench unexpected and then compete with, you know, the top team in the NFL, you deserve a little air horn. Yeah. I'm going to give my MVP of the week to Spanish triathlete Diego Mantriga. Uh, if you got to see this, they are running a race and the third place winner or contestant was this guy named James Teagle and they were running and they're coming around a bend to come to the final home stretch and he kept on running. He was wearing glasses. I don't know what happened, but he basically like ran into the fence line, not knowing where the course was going to end. And then Diego was kind of on his heels and then passed him. Stopped at the finish line, waited for James Teagle to come across the finish line. He said, Diego said that James had been beating him the entire race, the entire time. And so he thought it was, you know, only fair that he got it because it was just a simple mistake in the way that they laid out the track for the finish, you know, with the gates and stuff like that. So he's like, I stopped and let him win. And great show of sportsmanship. So Diego Mantrega, Triga, congrats, sir. MVP. I feel about sportsmanship. I would have crossed that finish line, took my gold, then went back and helped them out. Right, right. Um, All right, guys. This has been Most Awesome Brady Sports Podcast, episode 134. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, I am Brandana. Once you sign yourself off, most awesome. Oh, audience, we got a fresh, clean pair of Mab Force pods. Runway, style, fame, she likes fashion. Uh.